Preface I began researching this book after widespread praise for Warren Buffett became paradoxical. His goal has been to build Berkshire Hathaway into a lasting corporation, yet even great admirers say the company cannot survive without him. The topic was a theme of Berkshire Hathaway's 2013 annual meeting. As a Berkshire shareholder for two decades and editor of the Essays of Warren Buffett, Lessons for Corporate America, first published in 1997, I knew enough to believe in Berkshire's future, but was intrigued by those questioning it. Although much has been written about Buffett as a person and as an investor, there has been scant treatment of Berkshire as an institution. My hypothesis was that Berkshire has distinct features and a strong corporate culture that will endure beyond Buffett. I understood that to identify and explain that culture would require looking beneath the familiar surface of Buffett's philosophy, acquiring great companies run by outstanding managers. I would need to start at the top, but then look at each part, especially Berkshire's 50 significant direct subsidiaries. I also appreciated that I might not find what I was looking for. Perhaps there was no Berkshire culture and no common ground among the subsidiaries. Conglomerates do not necessarily have discernible corporate cultures, especially if each subsidiary operates independently or if the parent's rationale for acquisitions is as simple as buying a good business at a fair price. Corporate culture can be a mystery at the simplest of companies. That of Berkshire can seem tantamount to explaining the rings of Saturn. At the outset of my work, I addressed the challenge by scrutinizing Berkshire's and Buffett's publications for artifacts of corporate culture. The materials I scoured included the company's annual reports and Buffett's letters to shareholders, particularly those addressing the subsidiaries and their histories and leaders. I also examined all of Berkshire's press releases, especially ones reporting on its acquisitions, and the statements appearing in every Berkshire annual report for decades of its creed, called Owner-Related Business Principles and Acquisition Criteria. These materials gave me preliminary outlines of Berkshire culture, as seen from the parent level. Then I turned to the subsidiaries. For former public companies, I reviewed filings with the Securities and Exchange Commission, paying particular attention to disclosure describing their sale to Berkshire. I read books profiling the subsidiaries, their founders, and senior managers. Among these were autobiographies, biographies, and in-house corporate histories. I studied scores of encyclopedic entries developed by independent archivists, as well as profiles appearing in scattered chapters of a dozen leading books about Buffett. I supplemented all of this research, containing both laudatory and critical perspectives, with written surveys and interviews of dozens of current and former officers and directors of Berkshire subsidiaries and hundreds of shareholders. The clues quickly added up as a pattern emerged. When profiling each subsidiary, the same traits began to appear repeatedly. Nine altogether. Not every subsidiary had all nine, but many did and most manifested at least five of the nine. Moreover, the traits shared a common feature. All were intangible values that managers transformed into economic value. A portrait of Berkshire culture crystallized. It is distinctive, durable, and unique to Berkshire. What's more, 
It is this culture that I think will allow the company to endure upon Buffett's departure. Here is a roadmap of the content of this book. The introduction paints a broad picture of Berkshire culture and describes what I call the value of values, the practice of transforming intangible values into economic value. Part 1 goes to Berkshire's inauspicious origins, the first decade that laid the groundwork for the culture that would be formed. It then spotlights today's extraordinary diversity at Berkshire and reviews the notion of corporate culture that holds it together. En route, we encounter cultural profiles of a sampling of Berkshire subsidiaries. In Part 2, each trait is distilled and illustrated, portraying the cultural history of Berkshire's subsidiaries and showing how they fit into the larger Berkshire culture. Most of these chapters feature several subsidiaries and related stories of culture to exemplify a single theme.